Hey friends, and welcome to episode 186 of It's About Time, a podcast sharing stories and strategies to inspire better work, life, and balance. I'm your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman-Cornick, and I want to know, do you ever find yourself struggling to strike a balance between what truly matters and your never-ending to-do lists? Even as a time management coach on a mission to help others use time management to spend time on what matters most, I know all too well the struggle, the juggle of trying to find that version of work-life balance that we imagine for ourselves. It's like this constant push-pull, like a pendulum or a ballet dancer in pink satin toe shoes, almost imperceptibly shifting her weight back and forth, back and forth to stay on her toes. Well, today's guest knows exactly what that back and forth feels like, and she's here today to tell us all about how she uses purpose as her guide to living by design. What does that mean? Well, I'll let her tell you all about it. Her name is Kate House, and y'all, she is so much fun. So let me introduce you to Kate House. By day, you can find Kate House running around her small town of Gettysburg, Pennsylvania with her two little boys as a stay-at-home mom and wife to her college sweetheart. By night, she's the host of the Live by Design podcast, a health coach, educator, meditation enthusiast, slow but steady runner, and creator of her women-focused personal development group, the LBD Collective. Kate's purpose in life is to help others release personal growth overwhelm, get unstuck, and finally take action to launch in the direction of their dreams. In today's conversation with Kate, she shares how to define your purpose without getting overwhelmed. She'll tell us about why being curious is a surefire way to let go of perfection. We talk about why imagining the worst case scenario is sometimes the best way to take action. And finally, she's going to share the secret to taking imperfect action, even when you're afraid. During our conversation, you'll hear Kate mention a special gift for It's About Time listeners. I'm going to go ahead and spill the beans now. Kate is sharing her Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass with It's About Time listeners for free. Oh yes, head over to the show notes to get complimentary access to this masterclass and pursue your purpose. This masterclass is usually $97, but she's giving it to us as a gift. Isn't that so amazing and generous? Again, you can access the Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass over in the show notes, so don't forget to head that way. And as usual, you know you can find all the details for this episode over in the show notes at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 186, including how to stay in touch with Kate and get access to that Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass. And finally, I want to thank you again for tuning in and being a fan. And if you haven't yet, I invite you to click the subscribe button to be notified as soon as new episodes go live. And if you like what you hear, I'd be so grateful for your review. Your reviews play a huge role in helping others find It's About Time in podcast search results, which only helps build our mission to ban busy as a badge of honor. And you might just get a shout out in a future episode, like this one going out to Confetti Creative Co. Confetti Creative Co. was so kind to leave a five-star rating and review. Confetti Creative Co. writes, 
If you're juggling lots of responsibilities, goals, and tasks, this is the perfect podcast for you. Anna shows you how to find the time to accomplish your to-do list all without running yourself ragged and leaving no time for self-care or loved ones. Best of all, this podcast covers a variety of methods and situations for time management, so no matter what your specific situation is, there is an episode for you. Well, Creative Confetti Co., thank you so much for taking time to write such a thoughtful review. I'm so glad you find the podcast helpful. And if you hear this shout out, send me a DM over on Instagram and let me know. I would love to send you a surprise in the mail just to say thank you for your support. All right, it's about time we get started. So let's get this show on the road. You're listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Around here, we believe that busy is not a badge of honor. Your host, Anna Dearman Cornick, is here to share tips and strategies to help you make the most of your time. Listen in on real conversations and success stories to find out how other go-getters are getting things done. If you're ready to step away from the overwhelm and spend your time on what matters most, then you're in the right place. Here's your host, time management coach, Anna Dearman Cornick. Hi, Kate, and welcome to It's About Time. I am so delighted to have you on the show today. How are you doing? Oh my gosh, I am so great because I'm here with you, Anna. Thank you so much. I could chat with you all day, every day. So this is literally the best way to spend this next chunk of time in my life. So thank you. (laughs) I I love it. So um, Kate and I, this is actually our second opportunity to get together and chat We talked uh, recently for an episode of her podcast, Live by Design. So now I had to to have her on my show. And so we're making it happen. Woohoo. I'm so glad to be here. It's just, (laughs) you are so much fun to talk to. You just have such wonderful insights and teach so beautifully. So it is such a pleasure. Oh my goodness, Kate. Right back at you, my friend. Well, I gave the official Kate House bio in the intro, but I want to hear from you in your own words. Mm. How do you spend your time? Oh, I love this question so much, Anna, because I feel like how you spend your time is how you spend your life, right? And so, yes. (laughs) So um, I would say that I spend my time, well, first and foremost, I have two little boys and we are just about to enter a season where they're both in school full time, which is very exciting. Um, So up up until right now, basically, I've been home full time with them. Um, So I spend a lot of my time um, playing Jedi and building forts and learning about Minecraft. Um, And I love it so much. My boys are four and five right now, five and a half. If you ask my oldest, (laughs) it's very important. Um, So I spend a lot of my day with them and just getting to really pour into them intentionally. And, you know, I don't do it perfectly, but I just I do the best I can. And just those boys know that they're loved. And So that's part of my day. Um, The other part of my day is I'm married to my college sweetheart. And we actually live in the small town where we first met in college all those years ago. And we love being in small town Pennsylvania. We live in Gettysburg. And he and I love to see every morning we go out and we do one of those cold plunges that are like really trendy right now. But he got really into them. So I bought him a cold plunge like tub inflatable thing. And then I was like, well, I feel like I should probably do this in solidarity. So for three minutes every day, I do a cold plunge, which I never thought is something I would ever say, but I surprisingly really enjoy it. (laughs) And then the other part of my time, the other big chunk for me really is pouring into um, my podcast and into my business. Um, I'm the, the founder and the CEO of the Live by Design Co., where we're all about 
living by design and not by default and supporting as many women as possible in ditching those feelings of overwhelm that we're always all so familiar with and getting unstuck and taking action in the direction of our dreams. So yeah, those are like the, and then I do lean into self-care really intentionally as well, because I've learned I will burn out if I don't care for myself well. And so I'm always carving out time for that. And and that looks different every day. Maybe it's meditating, maybe it's journaling. It could be going for a walk or a yoga practice or just like painting. I love to, I'm like a creative person. I was a fine arts major in school. And so sometimes I'm just like at my little art desk and just letting kind of that flow state take over. But all of those just kind of nurture me as a person outside of all these other roles that I fill. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Kate, this whole cold plunge thing. <laughs> I've got to, I've got to like d- dive. I've got to plunge into that for just a second. <laughs> so there, I mean, it's freezing, right? It's so cold. <laughs> tell me, okay. Can you tell me about the health benefits of this? Because I know you're not just out there cold plunging just for fun. So yeah. what, what inspired <laughs> this? But I've got to like, I've got to dive deeper into this. Tell me more. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because my husband is in a men's group and they're this group of incredible guys who get together and talk about what it means to be a man in today's world and how to show up well for themselves and those that they love. And so one of his buddies in his men's group started cold plunging and he was like, that sounds like fun. So my husband isn't a small guy. He's like six feet tall. He was trying to do these cold plunges in a bathtub. And I was like, that just sounds terrible. (laughs) Like, let's just get a cold plunge. And my husband is always the last person to spend money on himself. So Uh I was like, okay, I am going to buy you a cold plunge and we're going to start doing it together. And it was It is so much fun. Some people claim that they like get better sleep from it. They say that it helps with it's like anti-inflammatory. They say that it helps with just recovery, like from workouts. Uh, For me, the biggest thing has been that I just feel really refreshed afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like I hop out and I'm just like, I feel awake and like alive. (laughs) (laughs) And I do not like being cold. Like if someone's like, let's go skiing, I'm like, great, I'll be the lodge mom and I will drink yes. hot cocoa and I will wait for you by the fire. <laughs> that is exactly how I feel about cold. Okay, that is fascinating. I just had to, to to dig into that a little bit because it's so interesting. I can really see that being a way to cut out coffee because after you just plunge, you feel so just awake and refreshed. Um, like those old commercials about ripping open a York peppermint patty from like <laughs> the early 90s, how you just feel just, you know, zest for life. Okay. Amazing. So you also have your podcast, Live by Design, and you you have your business. So tell me, tell me a little bit more about what this looks like to to support people. Who are you working with? Who are you helping to live by design instead of by default? Yeah, Anna, I love this question so much. Yes. So I help the woman that I was about seven years ago. And by that, I mean, I am helping the woman who has put herself on the back burner of life for so long. And it's almost always for a really good reason. It's the woman who's pouring everything into her career. It's the woman who's pouring everything into her family. It's the woman who's pouring everything into her education or caring for an elderly parent or grandparent or a combination of all of the above, right? And then one day, this woman has a moment where she's like, something has got to give. I am exhausted. I feel awful in my body. My mindset's yucky. Like I like I get to the end of the day and all I've done is care for and pour into others and she has nothing left for herself. And so she sits down 
and she binge watches a few shows on Netflix, which no shade. I love a good like TV binge. Don't get me wrong. But when it becomes your default, the thing that you do every single night, and maybe you have like a big bowl of Cheez-Its. That's my <laughs> that's my go-to, right? And it, there's nothing wrong with that. But when it's every single night when you just feel depleted and exhausted and you're just filling your time just like zoning out because you're like, I have nothing left. Like I can't even mm. do something creative or do something fun or do a puzzle or journal or any – like that all is too much right now. And so mm-hmm. this woman has a moment where she's like, enough. Like there are two burners on the front of my stove and I'm just going to slide myself up to one of them. <laughs> like I can still have other other things that are important to me, but I can also make myself a priority at the same time. And that for me, that came back in 2014. I was pouring everything into my career and I had incredible colleagues, a wonderful job, but it wasn't fulfilling for me personally. And I, and I didn't know at that time in my life how to ask for help or support or like articulate that I couldn't do it all. I just worked longer and harder. Um, and then I burned out. <laughs> mm. Right. And I just, I remember I have this very vivid memory of sitting on the edge of my couch when we lived out in the Chicago suburbs. And I was just crying. I was so stressed. And I was just like, I don't even know what to do, but like, I don't want to wake up and feel this way all the time. And my husband, who's been my partner since I mean, we started dating when we were 18. So we basically grew up together and he's sitting there next to me. He's like rubbing my back and he's like, I'm so sorry. Like you're in this situation, babe. Like I wish I could do something to help. And that for me, like not everybody gets a light bulb moment, but I like literally did in that moment. And I was like, oh, okay. What I'm not changing, I'm choosing. And so I'm choosing this and I don't want to choose this anymore. Like Mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with this, but it's just not right for me and it's not right in this season. Um, And so my hope is that I can help and support women in realizing maybe things aren't where you want them to be. You're not pouring into yourself really intentionally. You're not living by design. You're living by default before they have to get to that place of burnout. <laughs> like if I had if I had known the warning signs along the way, I would have been like, okay, we need to like course correct. Instead, I did like a 180 and I like mm-hmm. left my career and I became a yoga instructor and then a health coach and then a podcaster, you know, all the things. And it just kind of grew from there. And for me, it turned out really well. But like there were a couple of years and I had to work really hard both on myself as a person uh, and then the, my career side of things and ultimately my purpose. I, I wanted to be doing something where I woke up every day and I felt like I was making small progress every day in the direction of my dreams and not in the direction of like someone else's dreams. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Wow. What a transformation and what proof of what is possible. It is possible to go from default and down and just not seeing in that moment another way to spending every day, waking up every day after you cold plunge and then help, <laughs> like, help living your purpose by helping others find and live theirs. That is amazing. And on that, on that note of putting yourself on the back burner, that is something that is so common for so many women. And it really is amazing how putting yourself on the back burner is a direct path to burnout. Mm-hmm. Because without making that time to take care of yourself, and I love that you engage in meditation and journaling and painting 
those things that are fulfilling and just for you. Um, that is such an important reminder. Tell me, what do you, what's, what's the most recent thing you painted? I want to hear about your painting. Mm. Uh, well, the most recent thing I did was a little unusual, but it was for a friend. And so it's not like my normal type of project, but she had a baby girl not too long ago and she had done her footprint and then she did her little baby's footprints on either side of hers. And you know, that quote that says like, um, Oh, it's something about like strong women. Like, may we raise them. May we know them. May we be them. May we raise them. Um, and so I, I like did calligraphy of that. And then I kind of painted in the background of the piece. And I had so much fun. And and this yeah. is when you know you're doing something that is like fulfilling for your soul because time just like goes mm -hmm. away. And so mm -hmm. we got our boys down for bed. My husband's like the cutest little nerd ever. And he like games with his buddies at night. So he went down to like his gaming <laughs> lair. And I went up to my art table and they have to be far apart because art for me is very like zen. And my husband's like behind you. Like they're playing like, you know, Call of Duty or something. And I'm like, I can't be near this. It like makes me jump, which is not great when you're painting. Um, and time, like we got the boys down. It was like eight o'clock when I started painting. And I looked up and it was like 1130. And I don't stay up past like 10 most of the time. But I was like, right. wow, that was really fulfilling. And like, Ugh such a great just kind of flow state. So yeah, that's the last thing I painted. And when I gave it to her, she got kind of teary-eyed and I was like, oh, this makes me so happy. <laughs> that's, oh, that is amazing. I love that. That sounds so special and not just giving and creating and giving it, but just the the feeling that you have when you're engaged in that. Yeah. Um, so many people I talk to, they don't have, to, they don't have copies. They feel like they don't have time or aren't giving themselves that opportunity to find the time where they are spending that time scrolling when they could be setting up an art project or something like that, which actually leads me to how exactly you do find time to, to engage in hobbies. You know, you've got two boys who are not at, you know, I, I don't want to say not at easy ages because every age is different, <laughs> but I mean, they're, they're little and mm -hmm. you have your business and you're serving others and you are recording your podcast and you're still finding this time for yourself. How exactly are you doing that? What's working for you right now? Yeah. You know, Anna, this is such a good question. And I'm so glad that you asked it because for me, it all starts with having an incredibly supportive partner. Um, like my husband is my greatest cheerleader so incredible with our kids like he is just like super dad and he actually cooks us dinner basically every night like I don't I'm a stay-at-home mom and I don't like to cook <laughs> I like I just I just don't like I'll do it because we have to eat <laughs> but it's not like right <laughs> solidarity seriously. yeah it is just Scott not my is our chef like yeah. he he handles our meal planning he handles our cooking I told someone this morning, if it were up to me, we would just have like mac and cheese every day. Yep. So I love that. <laughs> yeah. And we do actually, we do uh, do HelloFresh meals and that's been really helpful. It helps cut down on the time of like food shopping and meal planning. Um, so that's been, that's like the first thing for me is like being on the same page as my partner. And we really, we sit down the start of every week and we have a dry erase board in our kitchen that has our whole month. And because I am both mom and uh, live by design <laughs> CEO. Um, I don't have right now. It's a very fluid situation when my boys are in school in just a couple of months, then I will have these blocks of time. Uh, but right now it's like, okay, I schedule calls at the end of my husband's workday, like where we're chatting right now. Or earlier today, I had a call over his lunch break because he works from home. And so it's a lot of coordinating. It's a lot of communicating. 
Um, and it's a lot of learning to ask for help and support because like I tried to do it all. <laughs> I was like, this is, I can't do it all. <laughs> I have to ask for help. So that's like, that's the biggest thing. And then for me, it, it comes down to consistency and the incredible, what you can create with small chunks of time. So for example, like, you know, you're a podcaster, you know how much time and effort it takes to to plan and record and produce an episode. And we love it, right? But it takes time. And so when I started my show, my youngest was 10 months old. My oldest had just turned two. A global pandemic had just started. But I was like, you know what? I've got this heart tug to start this thing. And I need something for myself outside of being mom all the time. And so like I took a course on how to podcast. Like I learned like what microphone to buy and what headphones, da, 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 da. And I literally just read it on my phone while I nursed my youngest to bed every night. And like I would do one lesson and then I'd just do one the next day and the next day. And then when I started the show, I produced one episode. And then like the next week I had another episode. And now we're like 240 something episodes in, right? But it's been three years. <laughs> and so if you just keep showing up for yourself and your your, your self-love practices, your self-care practices for your dreams, whatever that looks like, I mean, I did a lot of the building of this this business during nap times <laughs> and when my kids were asleep or and 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 we've done time blocking and there was a time when I would work from 6 to 8 a.m. every morning and then my husband would start his work day um and then there was a long time for about a year and a half I worked from 4:30 to 6:30 every night so he'd finish work and I would work for 2 hours right before dinner and then that worked for a long time. And then eventually we we're like, we kind of miss each other because <laughs> we'd mm -hmm. eat dinner and then go right into bath time and bedtime routine. And then you're like, well, <laughs> there goes the day. Um, so, yeah, so it, it really has been it's been fluid. It changes depending on the season uh, of like life that we're in. Um, and, yeah, it, it's just consistency. It's these small chunks of time. And then I just always remind myself, like, messy action is better than perfect inaction. Mm -hmm. Um, like, you know, like sometimes we're like, well, I can't start or can't do unless it's perfect. Um, but I like, I put things out there and I'm like, oh, there was one year, like 2022. Every time I said the year 2022 on my podcast, I said the year 2020, like my brain just like, couldn't, I just like, couldn't get the extra two out. And I just had to get to a place where I was like, well, I'm sure people will understand what I'm talking about. Like, it's fine. You know, like you, if you just do it, you show up imperfectly, you do it a little scared, maybe. Um, but you just keep showing up for yourself. Um, and then and then recently, the biggest thing that's been helpful for me in terms of my business is I hired a virtual assistant. Uh, and that's and she works four to five hours a week. But those are four to five hours that I can now dedicate to other things in my business. So I can I can do the podcast, but she can write the blog post or I can work with my clients and she can send the follow up emails. Right. And so that's been really helpful. So it took me about three years to get to that point. But now that we're here, I'm like, oh, she's like my right hand gal. <laughs> okay, y'all. So I know we could all probably use a little more time in our day, right? You're no stranger to busy schedules and intentionally filling them up to the brim because you just have so much to get done. But sometimes it feels like you don't really ever have the time to just slow down and enjoy the simple things. Simple things like when my toddlers are giggling and playing nicely together in the backyard, or when a Sunday afternoon nap sounds too good to pass up. We all want more time to enjoy these kinds of things, right? Well, if you love personality quizzes like I do, then you're in for a treat. 
In my new quiz, which you can take for free at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, I'm helping you uncover what it will take to get you from chaos to calm, to finally feel like you have space in your days. I know it can feel downright frustrating to keep using the same old time management strategies that just don't seem to work for you. You've got the planners, the calendars, apps, you're doing all the things, but you still feel like you have no time. And that's because you need time management strategies that work for your personality and your life. In my 10 plus years working in crisis communications and chaos management, In all the time I've spent with my clients, I've learned that everyone has their own needs. And knowing what those needs are can really help you discover the best approach to planning your days. Knowing yourself can help you ease up busy schedules and find more calm and clarity in your week. Do you want to know how to get there? To have more breathing room in your days? Let's figure out your time management personality type so you can uncover exactly what you need to do to feel more productive, less stressed, and more balanced. You can take the quiz at AnnaDKornick.com forward slash quiz, and I'll make sure to link to the quiz in our show notes. All right, on with the show. Wow, that is, that's wonderful. You know, I want to go back to what you said about consistency. And how those little by little pieces add up. But what's so interesting is that you talked about consistency, but you also talked about how your schedule had to be fluid Mm -hmm. and how there were changes and almost experiments. Mm -hmm. Like you said that for a period of time, you worked from four to six and then you realized that that didn't work. So then you shifted it. Mm -hmm. Can you speak a little bit to this? almost like symbiotic relationship between consistency and the the need to be flexible and adapt in order to get things done. Yeah, absolutely. I think that we it can be really easy to want to be really rigid, right? To have like, this is the schedule and this is how it goes. Um, and then I became a mom and I realized like, well, sometimes you have a plan and then your kids are like, that's funny. Like, I'm going to go get a fever or like, you know, they, they don't feel well. <laughs> <laughs> BRB going to go get a fever. Yeah. Like, ex- lick, let me go lick a doorknob. So ex- you have to stay yep. home from daycare for three days. Exactly. Or the dog walks in the room and like pukes everywhere and you're like, oh, I just cleaned that rug. What is happening? Right? Like, There is so much life that happens. And so I used to want to be able to kind of compartmentalize my day. And then I realized like I I am not in a season where I can do that right now. And so I was like, okay, I'm just going to like, I'm going to be and both. I'm going to be both mom and podcaster and coach. Um, And if the two kind of blur into each other from time to time, I'm just going to show myself grace and and allow for life to kind of unfold. So I, I feel like I used to, I, I imagine it like you're, you have your hand and you've got a handful of sand and I used to hold onto it so tightly. And then the sand just like squeezes through your fingers. Right. But if you just loosen your grip a little bit, you can hold that sand. And so for me, it's been this process of like, of loosening the grip of the way mm-hmm. I think it's supposed to look like, or what it should look like, or what it looks like for the person down the road. And I've just had to kind of tune back into my own intuition, tune in with my family and their needs and just be Mm -hmm. kind of open to like, okay, this is just going to be a little bit more fluid right now. And, and that's okay. And is it always easy to go from like mom mode to like 
hop into a conversation, then hop back into mom mode. Like, no, it's not ideal, but it's, I always remind myself, like, it's for a season. Mm-hmm. Like, this is all a season. And one day I'm going to look back and be like, remember when the, those giant children I now have were little babies, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I know I can look back and be like, I was a really good mom in that season. And if everything else grew a little bit more slowly because of that, like, I'm okay with that. And and soon I'm going to be in a season where I can really lean into the Live by Design Co. And I'm really excited for that too. So I think like it's just being kind of patient with yourself and present and and knowing that the time's going to pass anyways. So how can you really just lean into where you are now knowing that life continues to ebb and flow? Yeah. You know, Kate, being happy, being content with what life looks like right now really takes being very clear on what your values are. Because like you said, I'm going to look back and and really believe wholeheartedly that I was a really great mom in that season. And maybe the business grew a little bit slower. Maybe other things weren't able to accelerate, you know, the way that we would like everything to. But because you know what's most important with your values, you're able to be satisfied and happy. And that's such a great example. Uh, In my book, Time Management Essentials, I talk a lot in the very beginning before we get to any of the time blocking or task batching or ideal week kind of stuff about how important it is to know your vision for the future and be really clear on your personal values. And that those two things together, your vision and your values, really add up to that purpose that you have for yourself. And a lot of times, I find that this idea of purpose can be very intimidating. Like we have to pick this one purpose and we have to get it right and we have to put all of our energy behind that. And I would love to hear what are what do you think about purpose? You know, does it do we have to pick something and stick with it forever or it doesn't count? Can it change from season to season? Um, can how do we even figure out what that looks like without copying and pasting what other people are doing? So mm. tell me a little bit about, you know, your philosophy on on purpose and how we find it. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love chatting about purpose, mostly because most of us hear the word purpose and like we get a little sweaty or our heart starts to race a little bit because we feel like it's this huge thing, right? It's up on this big pedestal and we either feel like, well, I'm already behind or I don't know what my purpose is or like this other person's been pursuing their purpose for 20 years and and I don't even I don't even know which way is up, right? And so mm-hmm. I think that first we have to just kind of like debunk it a little bit. Like I'm a firm believer that you can have a purpose for a season and then maybe it shifts as you enter a new season of life. I also believe you can have more than one purpose. Like for me right now, I very much feel like I have these dual purposes. Like, And when I think of the word purpose, the way I would define it is like spending your time doing what feels important to you. And I didn't make that up. That comes from Mark Manson. He's an American philosopher and author. Uh, but I love that doing – like spending your time doing what's important to you. So for me right now, that's showing up as a really patient parent and a present partner. And that shows up as – leaning into the Live by Design Co. and the incredible women in our community, right? And connecting with women like you and and having the opportunity to speak to your community, right? Like I just want to support as many women as possible in living by design and not by default. And so for me, I can kind of hold those purposes 
I can hold space for both of those at the same time. So yeah, I think it can change with time. I think you can have more than one. Um, and I think it's important to have your kind of purpose be this, this North star, this guiding light, but that there is no like one straight path there. Like you can go wiggle off one direction or you can detour another way, or maybe you take like a loop-de-loop to get there. Um, and that's all good. That's, that is okay. Sometimes we have to take action to get clarity and we don't always know what the perfect action is because the clarity comes after we take that action, right? So we keep trying new things. We try different experiments. We see what we like, what resonates, or sometimes more importantly, what we don't like or what doesn't resonate with us. Um, and we find those aligned actions and we just keep following those, those things that support our ultimate purpose. Um, and for me, I totally agree that core values is, I mean, it's at the heart of all of this. One of the first modules we do in my Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass is a core values exercise because, I mean, my gosh, like, you know this, Anna, like, how much easier is it to make a decision if you know what your core values are? <laughs> You're like, yep, that's an alignment or like, nope, not an alignment. <laughs> and it's just so much easier. So when I think about, you know, purpose and I think about pursuing it, I think about getting clear on your core values, something you love, getting clear on how you spend your time. We actually do like a calendar audit in my course because you know, we look at our calendars and it's like, if it's full of things that you feel like obligated to do or that you should do, or you're spending time with energy vampires in your life, like, I mean, that's how you're spending your life. And so let's like, look at the calendar and like, let's take some things off of it <laughs> before we even add anything. Um, and then I think a lot of it is just listening to your heart and taking that imperfect action so that you can mm -hmm. continue to gain clarity and continue to refine your vision as you go. So, Kate, let's pretend like I'm a perfectionist <laughs> and that I am afraid of imperfect action, that the thought of experimenting and things not going well the first time is terrifying. Mm -hmm. What advice do you have for someone who, who is just afraid because of that, that deep, perfectionism they have. They want to get it right. They don't want to experiment. How how can they break free from that and take that imperfect action? Oh, yes. I would say, well, first of all, friend, I have been you. Um, perfectionism still rears its head for me. And this is something that I've created awareness around. I have actively cultivated a growth mindset, which for me is very much the opposite of a perfectionist tendency. Um, and it still happens to me. And so first of all, just to be kind to yourself, and to maybe approach your perfectionism with some curiosity, like, oh, that's interesting. I wonder why that's why this perfectionism is coming up right now. Like, what is it about this situation that makes me want to do it perfectly, right? But an exercise that I learned, this is like a very tangible thing that you can do. And I, again, did not create this. This comes from Jenna Kutcher and her uh, Gold Digger podcast. And she says, like, you feel trepidatious. You feel that perfectionism creeping in, whatever it is. And you ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario? And you take yourself all the way down that rabbit hole. Like, like when I started my podcast, I was so nervous. Like, and I sat in my basement, I recorded my first episode by myself with my laptop, like propped on an empty diaper box, right? Nobody's there. Like, there's no reason to be nervous. And I like sweat through my t-shirt. My voice was shaky. Like, I didn't know what the heck I was doing, but I was like, I'm just going to do it. Right. Yeah. And I, and I told myself like, okay, what is the worst that happens? with this podcast. Like I start it, I record one episode and I realize 
I don't like podcasting. That's like one thing that could have happened, right? And then at least I'm like, okay, well, I listened to the little tug on my heart. I tried it and I'm like, thanks, but no thanks, right? Oh, this is a fun exercise, but we're done. (laughs) Um, Maybe the worst case scenario is I show up and I pour my heart and soul into it and I really love it and it's crickets and it doesn't resonate with anyone. And maybe I actually am a really terrible podcaster. And then I have to decide like, do I try to get better? Or do I say like, that was a cool experiment. I learned I don't like public speaking, (laughs) right? Like, and you can just keep going through this exercise. What's the worst case scenario? A lot of us with perfectionism, I find at least it's the, the fear of being judged by others. And so I thought to myself like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? I put out this podcast and those girls from high school that I'm still friends with on Facebook who I haven't talked to in 10 years, judge me. And I think to myself like, well, does that matter? Like they're perfectly nice people, but they're not in my day-to-day life. I don't actually care what they think when I really take the time to reflect on it. And so letting go of that, like, for me, it's about letting go of like caring about what other people think and just saying like my opinion of myself and the integrity that I have in myself by taking this action I feel called to do, like that's what I'm going to trust. That's what I'm going to put value in. Um, Because if I ask those people who, like, I was afraid to, like, I don't know, not impress or something, like, if they want that kind of control over my life, they'd probably be like, who are you? I don't even remember (laughs) you. (laughs) So, yeah, just, like, think about what's the worst case scenario. And if you can live – and here's the key. If you can live with the worst case scenario, you're good. You're good. Mm -hmm. Try it, you know? And Mm -hmm. if the worst case scenario is, like, you're financially defunct, don't do it. (laughs) You know, like – Think through the worst case scenario. And if you can live with it, like go for it. And and if mm-hmm. it doesn't succeed, I think the the biggest thing too, it's a failure if you don't look back and you take a little bit of uh, you give yourself a little bit of perspective, maybe a little bit of time, and then you tease out the lessons that you learned, right? Like I've launched things before, or I, I've done projects or whatever, then like this is the coolest, greatest thing ever. And then like Nothing quite happens with it, right? Not in the way that I envision, right? But I'm able to say like, wow, I learned a lot uh, about the topic I was teaching on. I learned a lot about what not to do when it came to this part of my business, right? Like there's so many different things that you can be like, that was a really great learning experience for these reasons. And then truly, I don't think it's a failure because you're learning something and like past Kate now gets to inform future Kate. (laughs) And for me, that's not, that's not a failure, right? It's just a learning opportunity. (laughs) Oh my goodness. So true. Every worst case scenario or no, most worst case scenarios are never as bad as we think that they're going to be. So I love this idea of getting curious Mm -hmm. when perfectionism rears its ugly head. Curiosity is one of my core values. So anytime we can ask why or dig a little deeper or get to know ourselves on a deeper level in order to understand why we do the things that we do and how I love that you said past Kate can influence future Kate and what that means for you right now in this moment. This has been such a fun conversation, just like I knew it would be, Kate. How can we continue to learn from you and continue to dive into our unique purpose and take that imperfect action? Yes. Oh, I love this question. Yes, because you're so right. It is all unique to you. Your purpose gets to be so unique and special to you and I think that's what makes it so beautiful. But yes, I would love to gift your community my Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass. So if they want to use code, it's about time. 
Uh, they can get the $97 course totally for free. I just like, I just want to love and support other women. And so I would love to just give this to your community. It's about 14 modules, but each module is anywhere from three to 10 minutes. So you can sit down, do one module a night for two weeks, and you'll be through the course. And by the end, you'll know what your core values are. You'll have audited your time. You'll have a, a clear sense of your personal sense of purpose for this season. Um, and hopefully we'll come out just feeling really empowered to take that action. Um, even if it's a little messy, even if that makes you a little nervous, um, I just want you to really lean into choosing to live by design and not by default. Oh my goodness, Kate, thank you so much. That is so incredibly generous of you. I will include all of the details in the show notes so you can take advantage of this amazing gift from Kate. And how can we continue to stay in touch with you? Yes, thank you so much. Yeah, so I my podcast is the Live by Design podcast. And as one of our upcoming guests, you can go over there and hear her just share her wealth of knowledge over on the show. Um, so I'm there every week. I'm on Instagram at Miss Kate House because there's another Kate House out there. <laughs> so it's just MS Kate House. And that's also my website, MissKateHouse.com, where you can get in touch with me for coaching or my group coaching program or courses. Um, I just love to, to support other women in choosing to just really live into their purpose and, uh, and to do it joyfully and with lots of gratitude along the way. Well, all the gratitude to you for joining us today, for being so generous with your time. It has been such a delight to chat with you, Kate. Really looking forward to staying in touch, to continuing to learn from you, um, and to cheer you on with everything that you're doing. So thank you again so much for joining us on It's About Time today. Thank you so much. And there you have it. I love how Kate's approach to time management is all about embracing the journey and being flexible. So often we think that time management has to mean being rigid, but that's just not the case and Kate is living proof. You can find links to the productivity tools that Kate mentioned, as well as links to stay in touch with her and get access to her Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass by visiting the show notes for this episode over at abouttimepodcast.com forward slash 186. Kate is so awesome to gift her Pursue Your Purpose Masterclass, regularly $97, to It's About Time listeners, so pop over to the show notes and dive in for free. And before you go, let me tell you about next week's episode. I'm really excited about it. Next week's episode, episode 187, is all about procrastination. In fact, I'll be sharing three simple strategies for turning your delay into drive. I cannot wait to share these tips with you, and I'll see you there. All right. Thanks for listening, and I look forward to talking with you soon. Thanks for listening to It's About Time, a podcast about work, life, and balance. Head over to www.abouttimepodcast.com to join the conversation. Check out the show notes and dive into bonus content so you can start living your best life today. Love this episode? Be sure to share it with a friend, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you in the next episode.